Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today, I want to talk to you about launching and why you hate launching. And more importantly than that, what you need to do and understand so that launching actually doesn't suck for you. Uh, I wrote a post about this yesterday on Instagram. I was just sitting at the pool and I was just thinking about some things and I shared three points essentially when it comes to why I see so many women, so many people hate launching. And one other thing that's coming up for me as I, as I get into this topic and as I share with you is that I want each and every one of you that are listening to this right now, whether it's you're listening to me or you're listening to somebody else, I want you to understand that it, it goes kind of like it's twofold, right? You can dislike something and you can dive in a little bit in terms of why you hate that thing, what stories are there, what blocks are there, right? You can do that, but then sometimes you can also come to the other side and say, okay, I, I looked at the reasons, right? I looked at the root reasons that are going on here, but it's still not something I want to do. And you can let that be okay. And I, I bring that up because for so long in my business, I did not want to do one-on-one -on -one coaching, right? Like it was just something I did not want to do. And every single coach that I worked with tried to convince me I should do it or that it was just my blocks around it, so on and so forth. And and to their credit, many of them were right, right? There were a lot of things going on for me that like I didn't feel worthy of the higher prices. I, I guess I had like some like vulnerability or kind of like issues around feeling so close to a client. I felt responsible, so on and so forth. And those were blocks, wounds, however you want to say that. Those were things that it was important. They were important for me to actually look at and for me to understand. But then I still turned around and was like, but I don't want a business that revolves around one-on-one -on -one coaching. And so I hope you, you're hearing me when I say this, because I feel like it's just this common thing that I hear from so many people online that like, I didn't like this thing, but then my coach convinced me I had to do it or that I had to like not dislike it, whatever it is. And so I want you to just hear me as I'm going through these points. I want to highlight a couple reasons and a couple things that I view as blocks when it comes to why a lot of people don't like launching. And you can go through these things, maybe assess these points for yourself. And then you can walk away from this episode and being like, okay, I heard Sarah, but I still don't want to launch. I want to have this evergreen model. I want to do things this way and that's okay too. Again, it's just worth looking at where your energy is coming from and what stories you're telling yourself versus just accepting that I don't like something and not looking deeper into it, okay? So one of the first reasons that I see so many people say that they hate launching, right? And they kind of avoid it or, or they, I shouldn't even say that they avoid it because most people that I hear that are talking about the fact that they don't like launching, they're still launching, right? They're not doing something else, but they're just kind of resigning themselves to the fact that like they don't like it and it never feels good. And so one of the reasons, one of the first reasons is because I see people that, that wind up hating launches, they are not selling frequently enough. Okay. So you might've heard me say this many times before, but like when it comes to my business, I might use the word launching, but for me, it doesn't actually feel like launching. It just feels like selling every day, right? We're just selling all the time. And the core difference for, from the, with these two things is that I, at any point when I'm selling something now, it, it's not this vibe of all of my eggs are in this one basket. I haven't sold for a while and now I'm going to lead every 
everything up to this one big launch and everything's banking on it. I have to make sure that my ads work. I have to make sure that my people are excited. I have to make sure that like the webinar, God forbid, doesn't have a tech issue. Otherwise everything just falls apart. I know myself and I know that it does not feel good for me when I put a ton of pressure on one thing. It's not even that it doesn't feel good. It is paralyzing to me. Like it can be something where I literally cannot take action because it truly just overwhelms every, every bone in my body. And I know for myself personally, I want to avoid that feeling at all costs because I am nowhere near my best self when I feel like that. Right. And so a lot of people, again, when I hear them say things like, I don't love launching or I hate launching, it is so often because they're in a position in their business where they're not often growing their audience. They're not often making offers, right? They're not always giving their something, their people something to actually purchase. It's just this thing where like, they'll kind of be off for, you know, three weeks, two weeks, four weeks, maybe even longer. And all of a sudden, again, everything is, there's no momentum there, right? But now everything is banking on this one big launch. And that's just setting you up for, I was going to say big disappointment. And I want to be clear when I say that I'm not saying that that can't be massively successful. There are people who do that and they get a thrill out of the concept of really kind of going all in on something and, and really working hard for that period. And again, getting people onto webinars and so on and so forth. And not that it's about the webinar, but they get off, if you will, on this big emphasis on a lot of work in a smaller period of time. And again, that pressure, some people love that. I, like I said, I know myself and I don't love that. And so this is just another lesson in self-awareness, right? This is a lesson in you knowing and understanding about yourself, what does or doesn't make you shut down right? If you are the kind of person that just wants to feel like things feel light and easy and simple, and you just know the sales will come in all the time. I really suggest really, I didn't mean to pitch this in this moment, but really shifting to a model like I teach in the 500 K sales system, because again, it's not about, okay, I'm not going to sell for a while. Right. And then I'm going to sell this one thing and it has to yield this really big result. And I have to go all in on it. I love the fact that in my business for years now, I have operated from this place that like I can sell whatever I want, whenever I want. And maybe it's a $7 thing here. And maybe it's a $7,000 thing there, but it's always happening. It's always going on. We're always taking the steps to sell different things. And there's no huge pressure. There's no moment where everything is banking on one particular thing that again, does not feel good to me. And so I just want you to reflect on the fact that right here, like I was saying in the beginning, do you actually hate launching, right? Or do you hate the pressure that you have put on yourself when you're launching, right? What is the actual problem here? And dive into that for yourself. Because again, so much of this, like I said, is about self-awareness, but it's also about knowing yourself, right? And then taking the actions and setting yourself up for success because you're not doing things that shut you down, right? So the second thing, is that so many people create these superhuman plans for themselves that are almost impossible to implement. And there is nobody more guilty of this than me. So I will own that for sure. I've used this example many times before when I'm trying to get back into, you know, a workout routine or whatever it is. The example is I might not work out for a little while. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going to run six miles in the morning and I'm going to go to spin in the middle of the day. And then I'm going to lift weights for nine hours at night. And then all of a sudden the day starts and I'm already so overwhelmed by the plans that I've created for myself that I completely shut down. I see this so often 
with people launching that they might have children, they might have a full-time job. I, I really do think this is common specifically among women that we all have this tendency to feel like we're super women. And you know, for the most part we are, right? But there comes this point where, again, I think all of us have a problem being like, oh no, there's, there, there's enough on my plate. Or no, actually, I shouldn't have to work a 12-hour day. Actually, that's too much. The amount of times that I've spoken to women who are like beating themselves up because they don't still feel productive at the end of a 14-hour workday, right? That's crazy. And I say it's crazy, not in a you know insulting way, because again, I'm I'm right there often myself. There's so much that I want to do. There's so much that I want to accomplish. And there's so much that I know that I'm capable of accomplishing that it often becomes difficult for me to say, okay, you did enough or you're trying to do too much, right? So often that is the actual problem. And so again, when it comes to launching, I will see people who set themselves up for, I'm going to send, you know, 45 emails and I'm going to do 15 webinars. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do this. And they're often the people who have children who don't have any support in their business, so on and so forth. And for the most part, you're setting yourself up for failure when you do that. And again, failure is a harsh word, but I want for so many more of you to understand that you making more money does not mean you doing more things. And I know that that can be a weird thing to understand because at the end of the day, doing more, taking more action in many ways can serve you. It can make you more money but it won't if you're exhausted. It won't if you're burnt out, right? It won't if you are not showing up to the best of your ability in what you're doing. You will always, always, always be better off doing fewer things well than stretching yourself, making yourself miserable because you think that's what you need to do and you're running this race that you can really never win, right? And so I know I've shared it many times before and I apologize to say this again, but my first $110,000 month, it was quite literally the simplest month that I had ever had in my business up until that point. I started that launch, I started that month, it was uh, April of 2020. So, you know, we're thick into the beginning of COVID, all that. And I set myself up for the launch of the 500K sales system. And, you know, definitely a little bit of the panic or this, the fear around like the pandemic and, and just feeling like that was scary definitely played a part in it. But I remember going into that launch where I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to run ads and I'm going to do all these things that I wasn't done first. I'm going to go hard and this is going to be the launch that I really crushed. I'm really going all in, right? And literally by day two, I was sitting there on my couch so overwhelmed by myself around all of the things that I could possibly do and feeling like how the hell am I ever going to implement this entire plan without losing my mind, with, with also being able to like live my life, all of that. And I really just had this moment where I sat down and I was like, I have to stop doing this, right? Like fuck torture vibes. I cannot keep telling myself that just because there are a million things I can do, that I'm going to keep trying to do a million things. And again, I know you've heard this before, but literally I sat down that month and I was like, I'm just focusing on my Facebook group. That is it. I'm working my sales system, that is it. I'm not posting on Instagram, I'm not worried about this, I'm not worried about that. And it was literally my first six figure month 
when I had tried, I would wanted to have a six figure month for so many months, literally years before that. And the fact that I had just streamlined and simplified and allowed myself to, again, focus on that quality over quantity piece. It was such a moment for me because it was, again, like I wanted that milestone. I wanted to hit that goal so badly, which I'll talk about in a moment. But like I wanted to hit that goal so badly. And I had convinced myself that like I had to be this superhuman person in order to hit it. And the fact that I just focused on again, quality over quantity and being able to show up well, even if it meant I was doing fewer things. The fact that I accidentally, quote unquote, created it that month was, like I said, such a big lesson for me. And so I want so many more of you to embrace this, that like you are setting yourself up for disappointment. You're setting yourself up for burnout when you think and you feel and you believe that you have to do everything under the sun in order to make a lot of money or in order to have a great launch. A great launch requires that you are showing up for your people, right? your people that you have warmed up and you have, you're showing up in a big, authentic, valuable way for them. You're speaking to your program, your offer with authentic excitement, right? You genuinely feel as though everybody needs the thing that you're offering. If you do that in fewer places or fewer posts, whatever it is, I can pretty much promise you that that is going to bring you better results than, like I said, you setting yourself up with a plan that is almost impossible for you to implement in the first place. It's not normal for you to feel like you have to be, or I should say it, it's not normal to be productive for 14 hours a day. We as human beings, we're not supposed to have ourselves going and working all day long, right? Like we're not supposed to be doing that much work at the best of our ability. Like it's almost impossible. And so again, we're so often, I feel like we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to perform at this superhuman level. And we're just like, again, setting ourselves up for disappointment. Cause I, I use the workout example. Cause I mean, that's not something I like struggle with anymore. But I use the workout example because I feel like most of you, when you hear me say that, it's very clear that like, well, no, of course you can't work out three times a day and like crush your workouts. Like, the, like the, that's just impossible. It, it would just exhaust you. Like your, your body is not meant to do that. And again, it's the same thing with this. You're setting yourself up for something that is impossible for anyone to implement. And you're setting yourself up to be disappointed in yourself because then you often feel like, oh, I quit on myself. I didn't do this to the best of my ability. Oh, I, you know, I messed this plan up again. I always do that. And I did it again. Well, no, you're again, you're over reaching and you're over pushing yourself. And I want you to just recognize here that like you being kind to yourself and showing up in a way that actually feels fun is actually going to be the way in which that you are the most magnetic. And therefore that's going to be what yields the best results for you. Okay. The third thing, like I said, I was gonna talk about goals. You know, I know, especially in this online space, so many of us, it's like this whole, you know, keeping up with the Jones, like keeping up with the Kardashians vibe that like you see somebody had this goal, this launch, they, they hit hundred K, they hit 50 K, they hit 20 K, whatever it is. And I think this competitive drive, if you will, kind of comes up for so many of us where we're like, oh God, like if she's doing it, I need to be able to do that too. I have to rise to the top of my industry. I have to show that I'm just as good as her, right? And of course, of course, of course, of course, I am not against you setting big goals for yourself, right? I want all of you to accomplish really big things. I know that all of you are capable of accomplishing really big things. But when you are setting a goal that is, for example, 100,000, right? 
when you're setting that goal and it's not really coming from a place of purpose, you don't know where that money is necessarily going. You're just, again, you're putting this thing on, on the shelf or on the pedestal, if you will. And you want to reach it because like I said, that competitive drive takes over. It's all coming from this place of ego. You are, you, you'll find yourself not operating from a place of purpose. I don't think I've ever said this specifically before, but I really do feel like one of the things that changed back in April of 2020 for me when it came to hitting those bigger numbers, I stopped focusing on numbers when it came to the amount of money. And I started really focusing and putting an emphasis on the number of people. Because here's the thing with like 500K sales system, for example, we offer people, of course, payment plans. We offer people discounts. If you are in my insiders community, if you are somebody who has taken the program in the past, you're an alumni, we'll give you a 50% off coupon. So all different amounts of money are coming in during the course of a launch. And so just from like a mathematic perspective, I always count, you know, if I'm saying 110K a month, I'm saying it from a cash receipt perspective. I'm not saying it from a sales perspective. I want to receive 110K, 110K, not again, sales or anything like that. And so it became almost impossible to try to calculate that. Well, okay, well, I want five people who have 20% off, 10 people who have 50% off. That just gets too complicated for me. The moment it feels like it starts to grow tentacles or get complicated, I kind of shut down. I like simplicity. And so I started focusing on how many people did I want in this offer? It wasn't about the dollars. It was about how many people I want in this offer. And don't get me wrong. I don't mean in that, that the money wasn't still important. Of course the money was still important, but something energetically really shifted for me when I was focused on, okay, but 20 people, whatever, 20, 30, 40, 20 people need this program right? It's not about the money that I want in my bank account. It's about the fact that I know I have this incredible offer and no matter how they pay me, right? Whether it's a payment plan or whether there's a discount, I don't care. What I care about is literally knowing that there are 20 souls that are meant to be in this program. And that's going to be the thing that guides me and leads me and ultimately gets you to the place where you make more money. But it's not again, this empty goal. And so I just want you to understand here, again, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting there trying to be all like, just serve the people and money doesn't matter. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. But when you focus, when you over-focus on the money, especially when you over-focus on it from this place of ego and it's not actually purposeful, that's when I find that you fall short and you put so much pressure on yourself. All of a sudden you're not saying and speaking the way that you actually want to, right? Everything, your personality, everything kind of goes out the window and you kind of like water yourself down because of the fact that like you're so focused on the outcome that you lose yourself, right? But again, if I am selling something now, then whenever, the most important, the most powerful thing I can possibly do is get re-anchored in purpose, get re-anchored in like, why did I create this program? Why do I know with every bone in my body that 20, 30, 40 people need this? Why do I want to serve this amount of people, right? How how are their lives going to change? How are they going to be better if they sign up for this program? And being able to focus on the people, and again, you serving, truly serving that audience and truly getting these people into your world. And again, them saying yes to this and transforming their life with your actual offer, that's when the setting of the goal, it becomes again, less about you, less about your outcome. And therefore it becomes easier to actually accomplish right? Because again, you're not forcing yourself to hit hit an end goal. It's the same thing with weight loss, right? If you are focused day in, day out about the number on the, like, uh, on the, number on the scale, 
it becomes this thing where like you're overanalyzing little things. Like I'm, I'll share this with you, but like I'm doing this, I don't even want to call it a diet, but I've been working with a doctor. And so I'm on this kind of like detox program, whatever. And it is like, uh, we've been, we've been working on hormone stuff. And right now we're at a point where like it's focused on fat loss. I'm doing this pretty strict regimen, uh, for a little while. And I laughed at myself because I have to weigh my food and my, I was like really hungry and I had weighed an orange, right? I was supposed to have basically like half an, half an orange, four ounces. And it was like a little bit over four ounces. And I caught myself, oh my God, am I really, not that I was in this moment, but in the past, oh my God, am I literally about to say that like, because I had 4.2 ounces of oranges, I fucked up the diet, whatever it is. We can, when we're, fo- when we're so focused on the outcome, we lose our common sense. We like lose our sense of logic. All of our logic and all of that common sense goes out the window and we're so overly obsessed on getting it right that we're not clearly seeing the forest from the trees, right? So again, with this example, so many people can be focused. They'll be getting results in beautiful ways all of a sudden they're getting so much more engagement. People are reaching out. People are saying they're excited about the program. People are sharing the content. And because they haven't seen the sales come in yet, because the launch, the doors close, you know, a week from now, all of a sudden they're pissed off because they're so focused on the number instead of really focusing on what matters. They're making an impact. People are paying attention. There's momentum building. Engagement is happening. When you can feel, I always, I really always think of it as like popcorn popping. When you can feel the buzz, when you can feel the energy moving, that's when you know the sales are about to come. Even if they didn't come yet, it's your job to know that they are coming. And that's truly what it feels like to me. When it feels important for me to be getting those sales, right? I know that I need to be more than ever in it with my people. I need to feel the popcorn popping. I need to feel that energy and momentum is moving in the right direction. And that again, aligns back with the fact that if I'm focused on people, if I'm focused on people getting into my world and people signing up for this program and why they should sign up, it becomes easier to be calm and excited and positive about the entire experience versus again, when you're in this place where you're just focused on the number and it feels like this huge uphill battle, you wind up making yourself miserable throughout the entire time of the launch. And when you make yourself miserable, people don't want to pay you as much common sense. You don't want to pay somebody who is showing up for their job, who looks miserable doing their job. You want to pay somebody who clearly wants to be there, who clearly cares about what they're doing. And so again, if you are the things that I've shared here, if you are putting all this pressure on it, if you are giving yourself this plan, that's impossible to implement. If you are setting goals that are just so again, coming from this place of ego versus purpose, you are going to make yourself miserable during the course of the launch. And it's not surprising therefore that a, you're going to hate launching or B, that they're not going to go as well as they possibly could, right? And so hopefully that's a reframe for you. And like I said in the beginning, if you walk away from this and you're like, no, I really, like I just want evergreen funnel that's up and running, boom, and that's how I wanna make money. You do you, you get to decide, right? What is actually true for you. But I just think that there are so many stories that we tell ourselves and we like have decided we don't like something, but it's not about the something, it's about the way that we're looking at the something. And I wanted to give you these reminders as hopefully ways of reframing a lot of this and allowing a lot of the pressure to fall and for you to hopefully enjoy your job and the process of money-making a lot more than you might be right now, okay? And so 
Doors close this coming Friday at 11.59 p.m. Pacific for the 500K sales system. This is a six-week live group program where I teach you everything, like literally everything that I know, that I've experienced when it comes to making money and making money consistently, right? We're gonna go through how to build that audience. And that goes for everything from Facebook to Instagram. Like I want you to understand the principles of really creating that uh, popcorn popping energy with your people. So you're actually hearing from them, talking to them, and again, feeling that momentum and energy build. We're going to talk about offers. I really, truly, I always feel like I'm really tuning my own horn when I say this, but that's okay. I don't think anybody is better at teaching or sharing the process of building and creating offers than me. I love it so much. If, if I could only do one thing, that would probably be it. I love helping you guys come up with really incredible offers or really tweaking your offers so that they become incredible. And so we're going into all of that in major detail. Then we're going into everything from when to sell, what the timeline should be, what the scarcity should be, how to show up each and every day to market all of it. What do you do after you're done selling that particular thing, after the deadline, what comes next, right? Really, truly, like no, st no stone is left unturned in this program. And if you're missing something, you tell me and I get it for you. Like it really is uh, the epitome of Sarah Dan and my ability and my desire to over deliver for you. Cause I really want you to embrace these concepts. And I really want you to make money simply and consistently the way that I've been able to. And uh, you know, you'll see this in a couple of the testimonials that we've shared, but like for myself, for so many of my clients, this is a system that you get to fall back to over and over and over again, right? Like, you know, as I've shared with you guys, I was not showing up the way that I want to, not that I, I wasn't doing it in a way that I didn't, that I wanted to show up more, but like I gave myself some space and time over the past year and a half. Like I just felt like I needed some personal time. But when we come jump back, jump right back into selling all the time, this is the system that I'm looking to, right? I'm not reinventing the wheel. Like we're going right back to this foundational system because I really feel like it is tried and true and timeless. And it's not something that I'm teaching you that is going to be, you know, irrelevant next week. That is really, it's really important to me that my programs bring you a ton of genuine value. They genuinely teach you and transform you. And this, I'd like to believe that all of my programs do, but if there's one that does it, it's the 500K sales system. And so again, if that's calling to you, I would love to have you saturday.com. Like I said, doors close Friday. We start next week. Uh, I love this program. A lot of people love this program and I would love for you to love this program as well. And so I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you took the time to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps the show a ton and I would be super grateful. 